0: Man, how does it look? I would say it's got to be, got to be a little higher, right? A little bit higher. hmm Oh man! Can we see my hands? Yes. Them, all right. Is this good? Maybe, possibly, maybe. I don't know what to say. Uh, because yeah. Let's back out Possibly have it right this time. I think we might finally have it right this time Finally I've been adjusting the 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 zoom and the, and the thing and all this and you you think it's so simple, right? It's just all it is is a video of me talking to a camera, but let me tell you I mean if you don't got the sound and you don't got the light and you don't got this proper thing going on here This takes a lot of work Welcome back to another show, another episode, The Commercial Claim Show. I'm your host Vince Perry, licensed and certified public adjuster in the state of Florida and in the state of California. And I'm excited today. Well, first and foremost, hold on, ready? I want you to follow me on social media, follow me on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn we've been going pretty heavy on lately and also Instagram. I've got daily stories of just sort of like my daily life that I go around. It's not just me making videos. It's basically, you know, going around to insurance claims, a lot of homeowners claims, and uh, some commercial claims, obviously every once in a while. I am the Commercial Claims Advocate because frankly I've been doing this for 12 and a half years. I specialize in basically, I specialize in in large losses and complex losses. Not just large losses but complex losses also Uh, because I've just been doing it for a long time. And the other thing that I want to tell you is that hop on the bandwagon. Feel free to send me a message whenever you want. I try my best to get back to every single one of you as often as possible to to answer any of your questions, and I may not know all the answers to your questions. That's the God's honest truth. The great thing about this job, hold on, I'm just looking at some stuff here. Um, The great thing about this job is you're always learning something new. So if you're just starting out in this or whether you've been doing this for a long time, if you've been doing this for a long time, you might not even find a lot of my information necessary. But I guarantee you, there's gonna be something that you may need or that may answer a question or that you just may have a question. Even if you have 12 to 15 years experience, I'll be glad to to answer a question that you may have. And the great thing about this job is I could also use you to help me. I've had some people ask me questions and when I help them answer their question, they were able to provide me with some stuff that I didn't know, and that's the beauty of this job. Is not only do we have a nice strong community of other public adjusters helping each other, but we also we also can continue to learn from each other because there's always something new to learn. The insurance companies are constantly throwing curveballs at us and changing stuff up, and we need to stay on our game and stay up to date with all of these things so that we could better serve the client and uh, and just you know have a better serving company ourselves. So. That being said, let's get to the point, right? One of my favorite things to do on YouTube is a top 10, baby! And that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna do a top 10. It's, um, it's top, it, it totals up to 10, but it's basically two top fives, okay? We're gonna do one top five for before the insurance claim, and one top five for after the insurance claim. I want you to know that this video is mainly for policyholders, okay? I felt like changing it up, and I felt like doing a video for policyholders, okay? And it's basically, it's the top 10 tips to do before and after an insurance claim. But here's the catch, public adjusters. I'm making this video for policyholders, but I'm also making this video for you. So that maybe, if you want, you could show this video to a policyholder, say, hey, look, get your shit together. (laughs) Get your shit together to make sure that you've got everything properly lined up in case something happens. And make sure you've got your shit together uh, as soon as a claim does happen and something bad happens, make sure you got it all ready to go. You can either show this video to your policyholders or look at read this, or, or watch this video and basically provide them with this information. This is great free information you could give to policyholders. So like if you walk into a house and you don't end up signing it, at least you can provide it with some good information. But if you're a policyholder, take a look at this video. We're gonna promote this video to mainly policyholders because I want you to be prepared and I want you to know what to do as soon as you file a claim. So, that being said we're gonna have the list the before list right over here so before it's gonna be top five things to do before an insurance claim so this is something that you guys can do right now okay get your shit together Um, number one is have a full copy of your policy handy or have a full copy of your policy somewhere that you know that you could get to okay Um, so that's the first thing if you don't know where your policy is check some of your emails Sure, your agent, send it to you. If not, call your agent and they'll send it to you within the hour. Agents are really good with sending you a full copy of your policy as soon as you request it. Have a full copy of your policy and then if while you're doing it, maybe you could ask someone like me or any other public adjuster or ask your agent, hey, what does all this stuff mean? You know, what does this policy, what does this HO3 mean? I run an HO2, it's cheaper. No, 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 no. HO3 is the the way you gotta go. Make sure you have a... A special uh, special special policy uh, literally it's called special um, and make sure that you have an open perils policy and make sure that you've got coverage for your dwelling your other structures your personal property and your loss of use okay uh, this is not a video about that but just you know find where your policy is make sure you have it handy that is number one number one have your policy handy somewhere next thing you can do right now is you could take photos of your interior and your exterior your house It sounds stupid okay but the fact is is you need to make sure that you do this because in the case that a loss does occur you want to have before pictures so that a lot of times the insurance company wants to say that the damage that is being claimed is pre-existing and was there before or has been happening for a long time if you could show them pictures that's less than a year old of hopefully that exact same area that you're claiming showing no damage then that's it, slam dunk, boom, home run. You got your claim paid no matter what because you're, you're proving how it looked before. Um, so take pictures of your floors, take pictures of your walls, take pictures of your ceilings, take pictures of your cabinets everywhere in the house. Go around, take pictures of each side of your house and it would also be great because we get hurricanes in Florida. Go up on your roof and take pictures of your roof, okay? Take pictures of the shingles, take pictures of the tile, show that everything is ship shape and everything is looking good. Put that in a file. On your computer along with your policy so what we do as public adjust or something I do we call it like a pre-loss risk assessment and that's where this stuff goes in and I've got files on my computer of potential clients that basically has got their policy and their photos and what I'm gonna get into now for number three so number one the policy number two take photos number three is Keep records of any repairs that you've made throughout the year, so keep those invoices. If you happen to have called a plumber for a minor repair, keep the invoice. If you happen to, uh, I don't know, maybe replace some baseboards, or you had to do any kind of work in the house, keep the invoices. They also, insurance companies want to know about any kind of upgrades, so if you did any of that throughout the year, keep the invoices, keep the records, so you can provide this information to the insurance company when they ask. It also shows, it's also good to show that you're keeping up with the repairs, and you're keeping up with everything that you need to do in the house, and also, if you have a failed roof system, and you prove that, you know, um, you've had the repairs done in the past, this is something new that's happening, you've already done all of your due diligence to make sure that the damage Uh, that your roof is staying up to date or that you know your plumbing is staying up to date you just happen to have this loss now you know it shows that you've had the repairs done it looks good with the insurance company keep any invoices and receipts of repairs if you own a commercial property or if you are part of an association this is even more important for you okay not just homeowners if you're an association member or if you are a commercial building owner you probably have staff right maintenance staff keep records of all of your repairs. But that's gonna lead me to number four. Keep records of all of your maintenance records, just in general, okay? Who do you have on staff? How many people do you have on staff? What are the daily uh, daily duties that they're doing throughout the day? This is big time for condominium associations and this is big time for just like shopping malls, warehouses, whatever it is that you own as a commercial building owner. You gotta have a maintenance crew. Let's keep strong records of that stuff, okay? Keep as many records as you can. Keep that file in a folder again on the computer and then when we need them, we'll go to them. But it's good to know that your your, your maintenance staff goes up and looks at the roof once a month. Your maintenance staff makes sure that everything is painted the way it's supposed to. Uh, your maintenance staff on February the 3rd, whenever, he, they made a repair for this and we've got records of all that stuff. Maintenance records, super important, especially for, not even for homeowners, this is for association and commercial stuff. And then number five, Also for association, actually specifically for associations, okay, the president, whoever it is, keep record of all of your minutes. Every time you guys get together, what are the topics of discussion that you guys are talking about? You know, if you're claiming some kind of roof damage and they're trying to say that this is something that has been ongoing, but you could prove over the last year or two that never has any roof damage even been discussed. Look, here are all of our maintenance records, sorry, here are all of our association minutes, here are all of our topics of discussion that we've had every month or every three months that we've had an association meeting. Never once was a roof talked about. So, how are you going to tell me this is something that has been ongoing? It would have been discussed in an association meeting. So, bam, make sure you keep record of all that stuff. Again, I do this to some clients. I wish I had more clients that I did this for, but basically this is a great sales pitch for public adjusters. If you can't sign that commercial loss or, or you wanna start growing maybe a commercial clientele, Go to your your associations, go and meet your commercial realtors or commercial people, and tell them that you will offer a pre-loss risk assessment. These five things here will be part of your pre-loss risk assessment. Once you have a client, you go in and you do all these things, you do what I'm telling you to do. Save it onto a computer, a file, and have all these records. In one year, if no loss has occurred, you follow up and you go over all that stuff again. Go out there, take the photos, look at the policy, it's probably the same. And uh, get to association meetings and all the minutes and all that stuff. And that's how you keep that sort of client there. And um, and if you're an association member watching this or anything, or you know somebody, you know, refer them to a public adjuster that can do this for them. And uh, it'll be great. So you don't have to do it. Someone else will do it. Um, they'll do it for free. I do it for free. It's just in the case that if a big loss does occur, that you hire me as a public adjuster to obviously provide this information and take care of the entire claim for you. So that's it before now we're gonna go into after once a loss occurs it's so important homeowners mainly homeowners take photos take video I understand if it's like a crazy fire that's gonna be tough to do but frankly if it's a crazy fire and this unfortunate event does happen to your home well I mean there's not really much that there's not really much that uh that you can do. You don't need to prove too much. But if there's water leaking and it's a slow leak or whatever, take a video of it. Take a photo of it. If water's rushing out, obviously shut the water off, but that puddle of water that's going on, try to record it. Uh, one thing I do is I'll take a paper towel and I'll drop it on the floor where it's wet and you could that's how it shows that it's wet or a towel or whatever. Take videos, take Photos. I cannot tell you how many times I walk into a house. It's one of the first questions I ask. They're telling me this happened and this happened and this happened, and I'm like, "Well, did you take any photos? Did you take any video?" And they're like, "No." So it just helps. It helps when you're trying to prove your case to the insurance company um, that you know this loss actually did occur. So take photos, take video immediately. Number two. Aha! This is where I talk about my people. Call an expert. And an expert can mean anything, right? It can mean a plumber, it can mean a roofer, it can mean water mitigation. You know, an expert in what they do. But here's my advice, and I am completely biased, but it's because I'm experienced and I've been doing this for a while. Policyholders, homeowners, call a public adjuster. Call a public. That's the expert that you want to call as soon as a loss occurs. Several reasons. Reason number one is. Uh, we're going to provide you with the experts that you need. Depending on the loss that's going on, we are in the industry and we could refer you to a plumber to fix that pipe. We can refer you to a roofer to fix that roof. We could refer you to a GC to give you whatever it is that you need. So call a public adjuster first. Number two, a good honest public adjuster will give you his honest opinion or her honest opinion as to whether you should even file a claim or not. Number three, call a public adjuster because if you are gonna file the claim, we're going to take care of all of these 10 steps that we're doing here before the claim is even filed, or before we even have the inspection. We're gonna get all the documentation. We're gonna get all the water mitigation drought. We're gonna get all the minutes, and we're gonna get the lease agreements, and we're gonna get the maintenance records, and the repairs, and the policy. We're gonna get all that stuff together for you to present to the insurance company the way a claim is supposed to be presented. Okay, you've got certain duties in your contract with the insurance company of conditions that you need to abide by, policyholders. Public adjuster knows all of these conditions. They're mainly a lot of the stuff that I'm saying right now, but we know what needs to be done. We set all this up, we create a file for you, we file the claim, and everything is just good to go. Sorry if you hear vibrating because that's my phone. I thought I had it on silent. So, uh, call a public adjuster. So number two, call an expert. And I would prefer, not just because I'm a public adjuster, but because I'm a public adjuster, call a public adjuster. A good, honest public adjuster is not just going to try to sign your claim to sign your claim. We get paid contingency. We want to make sure it's not only worth it for you, but it's worth it for us. So, you know, we're going to look at everything to make sure it's a good claim and it's good money and it's worth it for everybody, okay? So, leads me to number three, dry out. Mitigation, dry out. Obviously, if you call the right public adjuster, who knows the people? They could refer you to these people, but either way, um... Uh, dry out, make sure you dry everything out. They've got these companies where they go and they vacuum all the water and then they set up their machines. The great thing about these machines is they clean all the air. So if it's a loss that literally just occurred and we don't have any really much problem for mold or anything, they're gonna set these dehumidifiers and these air scrubbers and these blowers that are gonna make your home or your building totally clean. Like just, It's amazing, some of the houses that I've gone to where you could smell the must, but after they've got these big heavy duty machines in there, air scrubbing and dehumidifying, I walk in there by the time the initial inspection comes around and it is like a breath of fresh air. So it's very important that you dry everything out. Obviously, if you have kids living in the home, you don't want mold to grow, so get that dry out done as soon as possible. Very important dry out. And number four, make the repair. The repair needs to be made. Number three and number four, number two, three, and four, they could all vary, right? But uh, in order, Uh, but make the repair. So you need to make the repair as soon as possible. If it's a plumbing loss, make that repair, keep the pipe. If it's a roofing, um, oh, with mitigation dry out, put a tarp up, you might might wanna put a tarp. Cover your damages, make sure they're not getting any worse. Make the repairs that you have necessary to make sure that the damage doesn't get any worse. Um, So make the repair what else what else that's it file the claim is number five once you've got everything in order so there's four things that i always say you need to make sure that you have by the time the initial inspection comes around this goes for policyholders and this goes for public adjusters as well and it's basically these things you want to have photos you want to have repair receipts and invoices you want to have water mitigation dry out documents and you want to have an estimate together those are the four things I can't explain to you how important these four things are. Uh, and that's basically in, mainly in this after. You have got, your get, got to get your photos, you got to make the repair, have the repair invoices and stuff from the expert, you've got to have water mitigation, dry out documents, and you've got to have an estimate, which is why I hire a public adjuster to put that estimate together for you. And then that's it, we get to number five, file the claim. Public adjuster can do that for you too, but if you want to do it yourself, that's totally fine. That is it. I felt like I was talking really fast there. I did just have an energy drink, so excuse me if I was talking too fast. Hope you guys understood it. I tried to be as clear as possible, but... That's it, let's go again with the subscribe, I was gonna say social media, and now subscribe. Subscribe to the channel guys, every week we're coming out with a new video, we've got some stuff, website should be done fairly soon, Um, we're going to have a podcast I think starting very soon, so we've got some stuff going on here. Um, Oh, the other thing, there's a link below to a, to a, uh, a quick guide to start your public adjusting business. Not if you're not starting your own firm I mean like literally you're, you're just starting out as a public adjuster this is a quick guide it's only about five or six pages uh, but it's it's got some really good information in it uh, it's got information it's got networking tips on how you can really network and grow your clientele and it's got ten ways to really make sure that you file the claim correctly so it's got some stuff that we got here so it's a public adjusters there's a link below uh, I believe it's like a MailChimp link it'll say it'll say free guide click there, just leave your email address and you're gonna get this free guide. It's really cool, it took me a little bit of time to really put this together. Like I said, it's not long, and I'm not charging you anything just leave your email address and um, you'll get this free guide I think it'll be helpful for you it's some really cool tips and um, yeah I'm excited about it and that's just more there's gonna be a lot more to come so hop on the bandwagon please it's it's just join me join us it's a it's a it's a revolution baby Um, we're gonna really we're gonna really get this going for all new public adjusters who are really trying to strug I know you guys There's some of you are struggling out there I was there It took me a good five years to really feel comfortable uh, in this job and it took me 10 years to really start to feel like an expert but i'm here for you let's do this together Uh, let's grow our businesses i'm still in the process of growing my business as well so let's help each other any questions you may have subscribe to the channel follow me on all the social media and send me questions Uh, i love talking to you guys and if anybody wants to come visit i live in tampa come on down i'll be glad to uh have a partner riding around with me all day so i just finished two claims today so you know come on down uh to tampa and i'll be glad to take you out to dinner and we'll enjoy some insurance claims and insurance talk so that is it for me peace out my people and my advocates thank you so much for following and and for watching and have yourself a great week goodbye